0: Amen and amen. It is so great again to see all of you here in person. For those of you who are joining us online, I'm Ricky Ayala, the senior pastor of this congregation, and I welcome all of you. Uh, It is so great to be a part of a service also where you get to witness uh, baptisms. uh, And uh, and so God bless and and congratulations to both parents uh, being here and the family and friends uh, coming to witness it. And we as a church able to witness uh, such a a beautiful sacrament. And I just want to say thank you. Uh, we are currently in the very middle of our current sermon series that is titled, Then Sings My Soul. Now, last, year, uh, last week, I began the series with a hymn that's titled, I Surrender All. It's one of my favorites. And the goal for this series is that we take a song and we try to go back into the story of how it came to be, of where they, when they started writing uh, the words to the songs or hymn, and want to share it with you along with Scripture references. Now next week is going to be another hymn, uh, one of, uh, another favorite of mine is titled, uh, In the Garden. That's the one that says, and he walks with me, and he talks with me, and then next week you're going to find out more, uh, so you've got to have to come back, <laughs> <laughs> to come back for next week. Uh, today, I want to talk about a song, it's a more modern song uh, from Elevation Worship, and how it came to be, and the title is, Here Again. Now, a question for you is, you think about, uh, take a moment and think about the people you have lost in your life, your loved ones, the relationships that have been lost. Maybe you were burning the midnight oil preparing for a test uh, in school or college, and then you find out that you didn't do so well. There are certain situations in our lives that we retreat from everything, and we put ourselves in, quote, unquote, a pit. That, that doesn't allow for other people just get involved. with It's just all on our own. And you would think that you're all on your own. And, and, you, and when those things happen, uh, there's happened to be that people start writing their experiences down. And it's so interesting, and, and to find out, the way I, I found out too is that several people, they go through experiences and they start writing what they had gone through, and then it comes out out of a song. Whether it's not just a joyous occasion, but moments of tragedy, moments of struggle. And so the same thing happened to Chris Brown, uh, one, of the sing- one of the authors of this song that's titled Here Again. He talked about how he was in a season of, uh, in life where there was a, in the middle of the conflicts, not conflicts, but the, the rhythms of, of family and ministry. So they were writing stuff down because here again came out of a concept of in the middle. What, where are we from, uh, from where we were yesterday and what we're looking forward to doing tomorrow? Th- here in the middle. So the concept came from that, uh, uh, for that song. And then they put it aside and they came back to it later. And there was a different season, a season of reflection and a season of where were they going to be heading Next. And so it wasn't until they, uh, they read the scripture passage, even though they read scripture regularly, it wasn't that the light bulb went out when they went into Genesis chapter 28 and it talked about Jacob's dream. I'm going to invite you to please open up your Bible to Genesis chapter 28. I'm going to read verses 10 through 16. Now, I'm reading from the NLT version, so if you have your own Bible, the translation may be a little different, but I pray you follow along. The words will also be up on the lower side of the screen. It says, Meanwhile, Jacob left Beersheba and traveled on toward Haran. At sundown, uh, he arrived at a good place to set up camp and stopped there for the night. And Jacob found a stone to rest his head against and lay down to sleep. As he slept, he dreamed of a stairway that reached from the earth to heaven, and he saw the angels of God going up and down the stairway. At the top of the stairway stood the Lord, and he said, "'I am the Lord, the God of your grandfather Abraham, and the God of your father Isaac. The ground you are lying on belongs to you. I am giving it to you and your descendants.'" Your descendants will be as numerous as the dust of the earth. They will spread out in all directions, to the west and the east, to the north and the south. And all the families of the earth will be blessed through you and your descendants. What's more, I am with you, and I will protect you wherever you go. One day, I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have finished giving you everything I have promised you. And this is the verse where the light bulb went off on them for this particular song. And it says, then Jacob awoke from the sleep and said, surely the Lord is in this place, and I wasn't even aware of it. I know we've prayed already, but let me just pause a quick uh, prayer for, for the message. God, we come to you in this very moment, in this sanctuary, whether we're on site or online, God, that to speak to us, because we may feel ourselves that we're in the middle of something. But let us recognize your presence in the midst. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that very moment, that, that, that verse 16, where it talks about that uh, when Jacob saw that the Lord was in that place, but... He wasn't even aware of it. How many of us uh, fall on that same line? That we're going through so much struggle, so much pain, so much sadness, or or we're mad about something, or or we're feeling abandoned, and and right there in the middle, we feel like, God, why? Why uh, is this happening to me? And so you ask those moments when you are in that middle, when you are in just lonely, feeling lonely, but so how chris brown in this author he was saying about this he says the very first line he wrote can't go back to the beginning when i read that ladies and gentlemen i also look back when talking about the beginning when things started for our lives and that means by looking back we're looking back in the past and so when, when, when we do that, there are some great things that we can really laugh about. And, and usually when my brothers uh, and sisters, we get together and we start joking about the stuff that we used to do, that was certainly celebra- moments of laughter and, and things that we can celebrate. But we also know that there are times of tragedy. In our past, there are times that we've made decisions that weren't the wisest decisions and it's still affecting us today. And so therefore, we don't know how to live the very present because we are carrying things from the past, carrying guilt and carrying pain and carrying hurt, carrying the struggles, carrying sin, and the list can go on and on. So we're feeling heavy, and so we don't know with all that baggage that we have on us, we don't know how to enjoy life today. And the second line is just as important. It says this, Can't control what tomorrow will bring. So not only are people held up from enjoying life because they're grabbing the things or carrying the things that are hurtful from the past, they also can't don't know how to live life today or enjoy life today because they're so focused and worried about the future or maybe something that's happening tomorrow. You may be here already thinking about what you're going to be doing later on today and then you forget about living in the very present you know, anytime someone says, you know, don't worry about tomorrow, I can't help but to think a scripture reference in Matthew chapter 6, where it's, uh, verse 34, where it says, so don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. And I love how it adds, today's trouble is enough for Today. And let me tell you, that is so true. Today's trouble is enough for today. Why worry about tomorrow? We know that we can set up plans and we have goals for our future. But if we are so focused on that, we forget to spend time and live today. So whether you're carrying the things from the past or or looking forward to the future, uh, I love how the third and fourth line of this first verse, says, but I know here in the middle is a place where you promise to be. Chris Brown's uh, testimony, he says that many people can relate to the message of this song and the idea of waiting here in the middle to see God's promise revealed and to fix our eyes on him. Here again, the song convicts me to know in my heart that the biblical truth from Jeremiah in Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 and 23, where it reads, the faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. Now, ladies and gentlemen, realizing and believing God's great faithfulness, can we come to a place where we are not thinking about the past or the future, but solely thinking about who God is, the right here, right now, today? When you come to a place of nothingness, a place where you understand that you are but a vapor in the wind, where you are here today and gone tomorrow, when you realize that in a blink of an eye, and you look back at your life and you're like, where did the time go? Where was my life? That here I am, I'm experiencing this, and the time has gone by. God was present before we were born. God is present when we're alive, and God is present when we die. You know, in Deuteronomy 30, uh, excuse me, chapter 4, verse 39, it says, so remember this and keep it firmly in mind. The Lord is God both in heaven and on earth, and there is no other. When we accept who God is, when we can humbly submit and recognize that we are empty, that is a place where we can call out to him and say the words to the chorus in this song that says, I'm not enough. Unless you come, will you meet me here again? Because all I want is all you are. Will you meet me here again? Chris continued on his testimony. He says, what we want people to uh, take away from this song of here again is that it would open people's eyes to God's presence, even when we don't sense him when we're mad or sad, and when we're in doubt or feeling abandoned. He not only remains faithful, which we can understand from our knowledge standpoint, but God is waiting for our awareness of his presence. He's not just here and there as a friend. He needs, to, uh, he needs us to recognize that he's not never left us, no matter what we're feeling. The second verse says, as I walk now through the valley, let your love rise above every fear. Let the sun, like the sun shaping the shadow, in my weakness, your glory appears. I can't help but to think of especially that first verse when it says, as I walk through the valley. I look back in uh, the book of Psalm. And psalm 23 some of you be like yep i know it by heart i've memorized it now the nlt has a little word uh maybe the different words that you've uh, uh been accustomed to but it says this the lord is my shepherd i have all that i need before i continue on can we just stop there so, you know uh, the lord is my shepherd i have all that i need Can we really say those words and all that we need, that the Lord is our shepherd, that anything else can take place in in our lives, but as long as we have the Lord is all that we need. It's hard. But he continues on saying that he uh, lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. And verse 4 goes along with that verse. Uh, of the song. It says, even though, even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You, uh, you honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings, and surely your uh, goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Chris continued. He said, here again, has brought a lot of healing to people. It seems to bring a sense of awe and wonder of God. We can't have worship without either of those feelings that express our faith in him. We find ourselves right now in our faith journey, whatever journey you're in right now in your faith, and how we view ourselves as children of God. Our true joy comes from our relationship with God. One of the lessons I've learned is that we shouldn't wait to fix ourselves before we step out in faith. We need to fully trust God. You can proclaim this faith statement with confidence, which is part of the bridge of the song that says, not for a minute was I forsaken. The Lord is in this place. Come, Holy Spirit, dry bones awaken. The Lord is in this place. What a powerful expression of what it means to accept God, that, that, to accept that God never leaves us nor forsakes us as his followers. He is all we need. But there are times when we go into the scriptures of the Old or New Testaments, there are many scriptures that remind us of God's faithfulness. For example, I'll give you two in the Old Testament, Deuteronomy 31, verse 6. It says, so be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them, for the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. In Isaiah 41, verse 10, And don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you, up with my, hold you up with my victorious right hand. Ladies and gentlemen, we've all been to that place, right? That place where we feel abandoned or sad or mad. That place where we can go to just grieve, and we feel that on our own, that no, when you feel like you're, there's nobody else there, and just like Jacob's had a dream, there was a, a, a poem I want to read to you, and you'll recognize it because it talks about another dream. It says, One night I dreamed a dream as I was walking along the beach with the Lord. Across a dark sky flashed scenes from my life, and each scene I noticed two sets of footprints in the sand, one belonging to me and the one to my Lord. After the last scene of my life flashed before me, I looked back at the footprints in the sand, and I noticed that many times along the path of my life, especially at the very lowest and saddest times, there was only one set of footprints. This really troubled me, so I asked the Lord about it. Lord, you said once I decided to follow you, you'd walk with me all the way. But I noticed that during the saddest and most troublesome times of my life, it was only one set of footprints. I don't understand why, when I needed you the most, you would leave me. Isn't that how we feel at times? And the poem continued. He whispered, my precious child, I love you and will never leave you, never ever during your trials and testings. When you saw only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. sends his testimony he says God's mercy is new each day and it is not based on our performance or what we can do for God he pours out his mercy despite what we've done and there's nothing we can do except trust in his son Jesus we can't earn heaven it's only through complete surrender to Jesus and putting all of our hope in him that we can be saved And ladies and gentlemen, before I sing this song, it's not only just a song of of the words that have impacted my life, but there was a time back in 2020 when we were going through this pandemic that I uh, had COVID as well. And then I was in a room all quarantined by myself, and I had my guitar there. And my my brother has sent me a link to say, hey, yo, Rick, you got to check out this song, man. And it's titled Here Again. And so I learned it. It was so powerful that I learned it. And just a little bit of the guitar and just my voice. And, and I recorded And after recording it, I know why, but, but there were two individuals that God was putting it in, my, in, in my heart. I didn't know at the time, but I, after I heard what happened. And so I sent it to these sisters, the, the, uh, Sarah and Randy Wright, uh, two sisters that used to sing uh, in Kanshahak. And I just sent it to them, and that they may be blessed the way that I was blessed by it. And they responded back and says, you don't understand. Because I hadn't seen them in for, uh, several years. It says, you don't understand these words to this song. is so appropriate at this very uh, moment because my dad is with a severe illness. And we don't know how long he's going to have. You see, that was a shocker to me because I knew their dad. It was Pastor Randy Wright. I knew his mom, uh, their, their mom, Annie. And then after I sent that video, they said, can you share that video with mom? And I I did that too, and how much it meant to them finding out that uh, Pastor Randy uh, did pass away. So anytime I think about this song, I think about that very moment in time when out of the blue, they receive a video with the words to this song and how much it impacted their lives because they were in the middle They were hurting, but not knowing what was to be about their dad, their family, their mom. You may feel that way right now, that you feel stuck in the middle. Well, brothers and sisters, God didn't give us Jesus Christ to die so that we can live miserable lives. Jesus died, but he rose again. He became the first fruits of our resurrection. God provides us with mercies each and every day. And with that grace, we can come before his presence and repent of our sin. To leave that baggage that we've been carrying from the past, to leave the worries or the anxieties that is to come, but really focus on who God is. And as you put those, that baggage of the past or the anxieties or the worries, lay them on Jesus' feet. And with that great gift and hope we can only find in Jesus Christ, may we start living life again. God is there in the middle, whatever middle that may be for you. may you recognize his presence let us pray dear God we have not completely lived a life that pleases you we have not fully removed the weight of past failures and hurt and pain and struggle and sin We may not be enjoying life now because we are worried or concerned about tomorrow. Almighty God, right here, right now, will you meet us here again? Because all we want is all you are. In Jesus' name, amen.